When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. What's going on, Bulls Nation? Welcome in to the CHGO Bulls Podcast. Coming to you live from our studios here in West Loop, downtown Chicago. I am Peck. You can follow me on Twitter at Bulls underscore Peck. Joined by my guy here, Big Dave. Bow. Bow. BWL Sports is his handle. Our pal producer, Steven, on the controls. You can follow us at CHGO underscore Bulls. Will to go golly. Taking some time off in the middle of this week, but filling in for Will the Goat, a dear friend of the pod, Evanston native, actor. We can't talk about that right now. There's a strike going on. <laughs> we can't talk about It's like Bruno. We just don't talk about it. Talk we about, don't talk about Bruno? Don't talk we don't. About it. We don't mm-hmm. talk about people's various acting projects. Mm-mm. And he happens to be a diehard Chicago Bulls fan himself. Give it up for... Returning, he's a five-timer at, for sure at this point. Five times. The one and only Zach Gilford. What's up, buddy? Hey. Um, it's a pleasure to be here. You know, I get it. I got a text from Matt at like 1 a.m. last night saying we had another guest fall out. <laughs> it's like a booty call. It's like, hey. And like, I'm like that person who's like, I can't say no. I don't know what the hold is you have on me. Um, but also, as we've said, I'm on strike. I don't have shit else to do. <laughs> obviously. Um, so I was like, yeah, let's go talk bulls. That would be fun. And, I, like, you know, I like that. He hits you with the you up. The goat, I put a hat on. Yeah, everybody, you up? <laughs> okay. You want to come over? I was like... Yeah, in my <laughs> in my defense, as much as people who have watched our Bulls content for years know how much I love Zach and I love FNL, you texted me a few nights prior, no, and not at not as late at night, but pretty late at night, being like, "Hey, no, I'm not allowed to have any fun with the ad reads on my podcast. Can I come on your podcast and have fun?" I mean, it, here's the thing, Matt. You're kind of a predator. You know that I'm thirsty. <laughs> And when you need something, you're like, oh, maybe that will, uh, you know, fill that need. It's cool. I'm sorry, I called you funny. I didn't mean it that way. I just, I'm just. <laughs> it's a symbiotic relationship, you don't even have buddy. I'm right now. <laughs> I don't know some truth in that. <laughs> a little bit. A little bit. Just a little bit. It's a, it's a scoosh. I am no, no I predator, sir. <laughs> <laughs> no, I know, I know, I know, I know. I <laughs> joke, but I gotta say, like, I've been. The last time I was on, I think I said I was like, "Where did those dudes go?" <laughs> like, <laughs> Google it or something. And I found this new podcast, and I love it. I love the vibe you guys have. I love everything. I love all the different collaborators you have. I think it's great, and I'm really glad you left left locked on because Hayes and Pat are so much better than you two. Serious <laughs> bull podcast. And, uh, so I'm glad to have them, and then I'm glad to like hear you guys just be fools sometimes, but also have great analytics about basketball. Appreciate it, man. I mean, if you were expecting us to argue against that, we won't. Hayes and Pat are awesome. Those are our dudes. We just did a crossover it. episode with them like a couple weeks ago. I don't know if you caught that one. It was great fun. 
No, I definitely did. I definitely did. It's cool. It's it's fun. Like hearing um, all these. It's it's kind of weird. Like I feel kind of like a nerd to listen. I I listen to more Bulls podcasts than I do watch Bulls basketball, and that's simply because the Bulls tend to play when I'm feeding my kids dinner or something like that. And like you guys are my highlight, so I appreciate it. Man, thank you. That man. is that is quite an honor. Yeah, um, you have now been in the podcasting realm for a while yourself now. I've, is, is this inbounds? Cause it's not, we're not talking about a current acting project of yours. We're yeah. talking about a podcast project. That's something that you used to act in like 15 years ago. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know what I'm allowed to say. I can definitely say I have a podcast that's about something that I did at one point. Yeah. Um, and it's called, it's not it's only fun. football. So it's, you know, it's not just about the show yeah. that was about football. Yeah. No, we talk about all kinds of stuff. It's a good time. Um, but truly, it's given me so much more respect for you guys because I always say to people, I'm like, it's a lot of work. It's not hard work. It's not hard at all. <laughs> like, you're just talking about stuff that you care about. <laughs> but, you know, it's very time-consuming. And if you don't want to come across as an idiot or, like, you just showed up um, – yeah, it's a lot of work, but it's been fun, and, and it's, I, honestly, I've always been a huge podcast listener, and whether it's sports or things like serial or news shows or, you know, scripted podcasts, um, I love it, and it's just given me more of an insight into it and, and respect for it. Yeah, let me ask you, uh, because you, I can ask you about this past project that you had, because I had just started looking at a show called Good Girls. And and then I'm sitting there watching it, and then lo and behold, I see you pop up on this show, and I was like, "Wait, Zach is on here?" And then, so I wanted to know: is is that where you met May, like doing that show, or or did you guys know each other previously? You know, I actually knew May previously. We kind of um, part of the impetus of our podcast was Scott and I were talking about something that we had worked on together years ago, um, a show that people seemed. <laughs> and uh, we were like, yeah, but like, it's pretty masturbatory if it's just he and I sitting around talking about how much fun we had and how cool we were. So we, um, May has kind of branded herself the super fan of that show. And she, the first time I met her, I was at a restaurant with my now wife, then girlfriend. And she like came up to me and was like, I love your show. No, I'm the biggest fan. Uh, and we were both like, oh, it was like, I think I told you guys a story about when I met Scotty Pippen. And it was kind of that. And now I feel so much worse about when I met Scotty Pippen because I was so scared for my personal safety, my <laughs> girlfriends. Uh, and, you know, we were in a public place. So I was like, okay, I think we're all right. But it was weird. So we asked her to come on and she just loved that show so much. So it's been fun, like going down that lane with her and it's been fun rewatching it. Um, because I haven't watched it since it aired. So it's, you know, 16, 17, 15 years ago. Yeah. And, a, I'm proud of it, which I usually am not proud of things I do. And um, it's just kind of a weird experience. You know, it's like if you could go back to college and watch videos of all the shit you did in college, not that we would want to, but genuinely, there's some of these videos where I'm like, I don't remember ever doing that. That happened? Like, it's surreal. And some of it is because I was enjoying myself too much. And some of it is just because it was so long ago. Oh my goodness, man! I I mean I I still object to the fact that I was not asked to be the super fan on the FNL. It's not only football podcast. It's fine. It's fine. I'll get over it eventually. No, but I I am gonna hold you to the fact, Zach, that you offered to at some point doing an episode where you pit May up against a different FNL super fan to see who knows more FNL trivia, and I will beat her. <laughs> I will definitely try to do that. Um. You're too busy I think it having cool guests you're on. You're busy, man. You guys are five days a week. You guys are five days a week. When, when That's are you true. ever going to come do our little thing? I will make time. See, Zach, I don't. I don't think you understand. Like, okay. if you allow this to occur, the the time this man is going to put in retraining and restudying every single thing Dude. is going to be ridiculous when he walks on that show. This is the competitive human being, and you combine that with something he truly loves. And then you sure. get an absolute monster, I and his name out, is Matt Peck. I can you get the out watch a season one in like two days. No problem. See what I mean? <laughs> oh, dude, I'm sure you'd be better than I. As I said, it's literally times where I'm like, wait, that happened? Oh, right. 
that happened. That was a that was a character that was on the show for three years. I totally forgot about that. Oh, Zach, you know, he gonna be pulling it out. Trust you gonna be like, wait, that Walker was on there. He's <laughs> Oh yeah, Jim Saplowski, yeah. who was who was a hey, Walker number two. Like I, yeah, he's one I of those. guarantee you, I know more about FNL than Zach here, who was on like damn near seventy episodes <laughs> of that show. <laughs> I'm but sure, I'm sure you do. I'm sure it's, you do. It's been really cool to follow along with this uh, this pod. That's more than just a rewatch, and you guys talk about your lives. Um, finding that show and then growing within that show and uh, everything else uh, to the side of it. You, and you've brought back so many familiar faces for people who love that show. Like recently, just to name a few, you've had Brad Leland on, Buddy Garrity, God bless his heart. Mm -hmm. uh, Guys Charles, a.k.a. Smash Williams. Aldous Hodge, a.k.a. Ray Voodoo Tatum. Shout out. Jesse Plemons. Hey. Jesse Plemons. Oh, my God. I was seriously just like tearing up watching you guys reminisce about doing <laughs> that show together. What has it been like to see all these familiar faces just come back and sort of go down memory lane with, with you and Scott Porter all these years later? Um, it's all over the place, to be honest, because someone like Brad, I haven't seen him forever, and you get on, and, and he's still Brad, which is, which is Buddy Garrity, but like the best version of Buddy Garrity. And <laughs> all this, you know, like I, all this was such a um, – pivotal character to me that I forgot that he was only in four episodes. And when he did the show, he was 18 years old. And now he's, I don't know, 35 or something. Check my math. I don't remember how, I don't know his age. And you're like, Oh wow. I have, I have not run into him since we shot the show. Hmm. And it's like, wow. Like what an amazing man you've become. None of it's surprising because you were an amazing young man, but to see who you are now. And then, you know, Jesse is one of my closest friends. So having him come in, it's just like, oh, cool. Like, uh, let's shoot. Let's just hang out and like talk about this thing that we did. Um, so it's, it's, it's all over the place, but I, they're really, truly, I think one of my favorites was when Amy Teagarden came on because I haven't seen her in five or six years and, you know, our storylines and I know there's a lot of haters and I was a hater for a while. Um, unlike the relationship but seeing her again after all these years it was like oh my god you were the one of the closest people to me shooting the show like our the thrust of that experience was about these two characters together um and i didn't realize how important amy was to me as a human um and she's just a great human i think i, I don't know like i taught her how to drive um which is kind of crazy so all these years later when she's a young woman to see her you're like oh my god like you again it's the same thing as with all this it's like wow it's it's, it's kind of weird we don't not a lot of us get these experiences um to kind of it's almost like a high school reunion but one that's fun <laughs> <laughs> is there is there something since you've been doing this podcast and you know it's kind of your first foray kind of into it is there something you have like really learned about yourself doing this, whether, you know, just through talking through the guest or something like that, or just, you know, your commitment to it or like how fun it is. Like it's something you learned about you. So much. And maybe it's hung a lantern on things that I already knew. And so it's, you know, someone put it perfectly. They watched when we were kind of hyping up the podcast before it came out, we went on something and they said, it's so funny. It's Scott's the dad. May's like the excited little like young kid and you're the petulant teenager who's like, oh, <laughs> Which, I'm not really my eyes at the experience, but it's like, I love Scott. And it's so like him and I were brothers. We were roommates for a couple of years while we were shooting the show. And, you know, but it's like, he can talk, like he can talk and he knows it. And I'll be like, all right, come on. Like, like, Let's move on. We don't have to talk about everything. And he's like, I know, I just want to. And I'll be like, oh, he can't help himself. And like, I've learned about myself that like, I need to be a little like nicer to people. <laughs> like, not just assume that my opinion is the correct opinion. Um, because then in the post of it all, there's stuff where I'm like, oh, yeah, like I would have just like wrapped up the episode after 20 minutes and said, let's go. Everyone's bored. I'm bored. Let's go. Um, and it's like, oh yeah, that wouldn't be very interesting. Uh, and May brings an excitement and no, go ahead. 
Well, that, that one episode that I recall off the top of my head where you guys do this little segment, uh, most ev every episode called Overtime, where at the end of the episode, if there's like oh. something that you wanted to get to in the episode recap or whatever you miss, you want to come back, you do like one or two little thoughts each called Overtime. And, and Scott just kept going on and on about a bunch of different things during Overtime. And you were like, dude, I have got to pee. Can we end this episode? Yeah. And I was like... Been there, been there, Zach. I have been trying to wrap up episodes so many times in my life where I'm like, I need the can now. <laughs> Let's go. I know. Let's go. I mean, and I'm sure the people, like, people are probably listening to us going pee because they're like, I can't, I got it. I got things I got to do. I just can't go on forever. Um, no, but I am just, I, I remember I heard this quote, and, I, and this is going to be a terrible quote because I can't remember where I heard it or who said it but I've always lived by it and it's brevity is a virtue. And anytime I'm speaking in front of people or anything, I kind of keep it in mind. I'm like, am I like droning on? And they're just like, we get it. We understand what you're trying to say, now stop. And now I'm just always terrified. I'm like mansplaining something or I'm boring or whatever. So, I mean, I know on this platform, I'm like here to talk, so I'm letting myself ramble, but usually my, sorry. Uh, my wife's best friend, who I've known for, you know, almost 15 years now, said to her the other day, how are you married to him? He never called. <laughs> Yo, son. <laughs> Damn. And her and I, we get along, we get along great. Like, I love her. And she just was like, he doesn't talk. Like, he just is quiet. But I'm like, well, everybody, there's too many voices in the room. I'm good. That's what I need to do. Yo, man. Uh, that is wild. <laughs> we got people uh, showing you some love in the comments. Happy to see you here, Zach. A uh, person in the comments asked, at some point, can we get Zach's thoughts on Landry killing a guy and that whole storyline? <laughs> Y'all, I will do you one better. Listen to It's Not Only Football, Friday Night Lights and Beyond, the podcast. You can find it right here on this thing called YouTube. They are just now getting into season two mm. when, when the whole Landry kills the guy that attacks Tyra storyline comes into play. Watch out for spoilers if you haven't watched this show yet that's been out since yeah, 2000. Yeah, renewable and rechargeable. Well, <laughs> yeah, I, um, no, I always say, I always say something, people like, spoilers. I'm like, no one is listening to this podcast who has not watched. No one's like, oh, I'm, I've always meant to watch Brian and Lane. So I guess I'll listen to this podcast before I watch it. It's, so whatever, but, um, that was one of the most fun things about having Jesse on was he even said, he was like, can we not do like an interview? Can we just, can I do a recap with you guys? Because that murder storyline is so weird and out there. I'd love to talk about it and my thoughts on it to the nice person who asked, hit the like button if you haven't. Um, I know you guys want to crush those likes. Um, he was like, you know, we just have to go for it. And in rewatching it, it's like, yes, the storyline is not, it's, it's kind of a out of left field. But the, the acting of it, the directing of it, the way everybody handled it was so within the vein of the show. It's the only way people stuck with us. Otherwise, they would be like, what is this show I'm out? Um, but yeah, it was weird. We all thought it was weird. I, uh, little known fact, it was actually um, supposed to be in the finale of season one. Tyra and Lila were driving home from the state championship game. And that same dude shows up and Tyra in self-defense kills him and Lila's there like, oh my God, what did we just do? And I said to the producers, this is a terrible storyline. You need to cut it. <laughs> and they're like, no, blah, blah, blah. And then they, um, we finished rapping. We're at the rap party. And one of the producers says to me, Zach, you're going to be so happy. Um, we, we cut those scenes because, you know, it just didn't fit in the episode because it's the state championship. I'm like, oh, thank goodness. You guys dodged a bullet there. Yeah, and then we come back for season two, and like episode one or two, they're like, "But now we're gonna have Landry kill that guy." So that guy had to come and get killed twice. Right. Wow. <laughs> Which, I, like, when I heard that, when you guys discussed it on your pod about how, like, oh yeah, in the original script, it's Tyra and Lila that have that whole thing happen between them, but the fact that they rewrote it to have it be Landry so that they could get those two characters together because the, the Tyra and Landry dynamic was just so damn good. I would have oh. watched 45 minutes of Landry and Tyra every freaking episode. Mm -hmm. And then it and then it was like, wow, this is really bold. But as you guys discussed on your pod, as actors, he and uh, Annie Palicki just handled it so beautifully. 
and that it was it was really powerful. Yeah, they're just amazing actors, and and to do that kind of stuff, any anytime you're acting, and if it's something you don't, you're, you're like this is wonky or it feels cheesy. You really gotta lean into it because if you roll your eyes through it and just go through the motions, then you're doing everyone a disservice, and it's it's gonna turn out poorly. It is funny that somebody in our comments brought that up because, and especially now that you guys are getting into season two, uh, like so many of my good friends and I who are all diehard FNL fans, every once in a while, as a complete non sequitur in dead silence, one of us will just look to the other and say, dude, Landry killed a guy. <laughs> it's just like out of nowhere. It is something we still bring up all the time because that plot line was freaking crazy. Um, okay, so before we move on, I see people in the comments. Yes, we will get some of Zach's thoughts about yes. our actual beloved Bulls. Yes, we will. We will Promise. do that Promise. coming up after the first break. But before we get to the first break, I did want to get your thoughts as an actor, what it's been like going through this strike that's been going on for over a month now. And it's crazy because actors, you know, uh, people who work on production, work on sets, all just came out of a long hiatus because of the pandemic. Mm -hmm. And everyone was so thrilled to get back to work and viewers were so thrilled to have new things to watch because actors and production crews could get back to work. What has this pause been like for you as an actor? Well, it's a little, a uh, little more nuanced than that. Just in that um, the actors, we just started striking last week. Um, the writers have been on strike for a while and, you know, I don't want to get too political about anything. And I am so on board with this strike because there's a lot of really important things that, um, I think people from uh, the, anyone from Tom Cruise to someone who's just like trying to make a living as a background actor, things affect them and, and very much so. And, um, you know, a big thing, and we, I don't know if you listen to the daily, it's like every week there's an episode about chat GPT and AI and it really is. And I don't know if you watch black mirror, but there's an amazing episode this season about, uh, like, a computer, a studio steals Selma Hayek's likeness and just like puts her in a movie or a TV show or something. And it's just like, wait, I didn't do that. That's not me. Um, and I think <clears throat> I always liken it to, I, do you remember uh, years and years ago when Stevia came out <laughs> and it was like, oh, it's legal. You can just buy it wherever because no one's ever heard of it before. So it's not illegal. Mm -hmm. And I think we're kind of in this point where we're like, yeah, AI in the sense of it's going to take my job or they'll take my likeness and just make a movie of me without me ever being there or making a dime on it. We need to like make a contract and, and a lot of things, but where it's like the AI thing is kind of like, we need to talk about this so that it's not like, oh, it's just legal because no one ever made it illegal. Like, it, 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 sorry, this is all boring for listeners, but it's, there's so much nuanced stuff and, um, and I totally get it. Uh, you know, oh, these Hollywood actors are going on strike. They don't want to work or writers, whoever, but it's really seems it, it's really a long-term goal because we've gotten a little bit screwed over in the past where we're just like, look, we just want to work. We're working. I mean, actors, we're working class. Like I grew up, um, there's a family that I always looked up to in Evanston. They had four kids and they were able to put them all through college by being theater actors, commercial actors, voiceover actors in Chicago. I, and that's amazing. And that's really who we're trying to look out for. Um, and yeah, but not going to work, you know, going to picket lines, it's kind of a weird thing. Um, and so, yeah, we'll see how long it goes. I don't know, <laughs> but I'm, I'm with my union on this one. All right, we riding with y'all as well, sir. Yeah. Hope uh, hope you all come out on the winning side of that and soon. Mm -hmm. um, way to hold it down. Fighting the good fight. All right, let's take our first break. When we come back, we'll get uh, some of Zach's thoughts on what the hell our Bulls are doing this offseason. Because I know he's got thoughts. Also, we got to ask him about the latest crazy shit Scottie Pippen has said as a self-described diehard Scottie Pippen fan. I'm sorry, Zach. I mean, we got we got we got to uh, hear. Wait, what was the – this, this was a couple weeks ago or was there a new one? No, it hasn't really been a new one, but we'll get into it, though. We'll get into oh, okay. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, oh, God. He was like, yo, look, the look oh. on your face. Oh, like, you haven't what? seen what he did earlier today? <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. Just kidding, man. While we're sharing these words from our friends and sponsors, do us a quick, simple favor. Hit that thumbs up if you're watching along on YouTube. We appreciate it. Of course, hmm. also hit that subscribe button if you aren't already subscribed to the CHGO Sports YouTube channel to get alerts every time we go live. 
Big Dave. You know what? I'm going to be nice today. Yeah. I'm going to say, Stephen, it's coming at you. So are you ready? It's prepared. All right. Stephen, what time is it? It's game time. Who? <laughs> See? See how nice I was today on that? Just a I'm soft. I'm kind to him. Just a soft just underhand nice over little, the plate. You know, 16-inch joint right <laughs> over the plate, sir. And he knocked it out the park. Yes, game time. Buying tickets for your favorite event should not be stressful. Game time is the fast and easy, easy way to buy tickets for all your sports, music, comedy, and theater near you with killer deals on last-minute tickets and their best price guarantee. You can stop stressing and tripping over tickets and start getting hyped and ready for the fun that you are about to have. They got the flash deals at the last minute. They got easy to find and buy tickets for every kind of event in your area. My favorite thing, the image of the seat views. As a big person, I need to know where the hell I'm sitting and where I can stretch out at. And, of course, the lowest price guarantee, event cancellation protection, and even job loss protection. They got you covered on all these things. So snag the tickets without the stress with Game Time. Download the Game Time app. Create an account. Use the code CHGO. Get yourself $20 off of your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create the account. Redeem the code CHGO. Get yourself $20 off. Download Game Time today because last-minute tickets, lowest price guarantee. Because Zach, Zach Gilford, what time is it? Game time, huh? Hey! That's a bull Let's go. That's a bull Let's go. right there. Let's go. Wait, I'll tell you, wait, if I may, before every, and this is so lame, this is theater nerd stuff. When I grew up in Evanston, before every play, we would put our hands in the middle and say, what time is it? Game time. Oh. Before we went in, you know, pretended we could do Hamlet. <laughs> That's the only correct answer to the question, what time is it? That's it. There's no other Someone question. will genuinely ask, be asking me what time it is when mm-hmm. we're out somewhere and they don't happen to have a watch or their phone nearby. Yeah. And I will tell them, game time who? Game time who? You know, because is- of you guys, I started doing that too. My mom asked me what time it was. I did that. She had no idea what I was doing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear God, my son is having a stroke. <laughs> Sorry, Mama Nichols. We apologize. <laughs> Sorry, Stephen's mom. We love That's you. That's our fault. We love you. It um, is our fault, yes. You know what else uh, you can blame on us? What's this? Telling you where to find awesome deals on all your Chicago sports merch at Foco.com. Segway pick. Get fitted out of the best sports gear around. Hoodies, <laughs> shoes, signs, bobbleheads, everything in between. Mm-hmm. We are in the depths of... Of summertime baseball, y'all. Not the dip. And that means Aloha shirts, straw hats, polos, bags, everything you need before the game, during the game, after the game. Foco's got you covered this baseball summer. Plus, they've also adorned our set with some dope decorations that you see behind us. So they showed us some love. You should show them some love because they're going to show you love right back in the means of a 10% off discount when you use promo code CHGO at checkout. Again, that's foco.com, F-O-C-O.com, or click the link in the description below if you're watching on YouTube. For all non-presale items, use that promo code CHGO for 10% off. Mm. And y'all better stick around for our second ad break because we're going to let Zach take one. (laughs) Hey, come on. Ready for this. (laughs) <laughs> he actually asked for the ad copy this time. He did. Last year, he was just off the top of the head, man, because he's a professional like that. Yep. That's awesome stuff. Improviser. Well, yes. I mean, you guys, what they call it. Like, rail. Well, no, I'm going to improvise. But you guys, the last, the last time you guys railed on and on and on about the same thing, it was like in my head. It's like osmosis. Still never tried one. <laughs> Never got his complimentary protein bars. Those, <laughs> man up. those bastards. That still bothers me to I this can day. say that now that we are not on a platform that they are sponsored by. That's right. Those bastards. I can't believe they never sent our guy Zach any free protein yeah, bars. He's got to give him some AG. Uh, <laughs> Clearly. Oh, man. Um, all right, so, oh, Zach. <laughs> look at, uh-oh. Oh, Wait a minute. Is he going what, to grab what it? Is he about to Is he going right to grab now? it? Is he getting it? Oh! That's the way he right there. That's what I'm talking about. Yes, sir. <laughs> Look at right it, there. man. Yeah. I, I love mean, that canister. You got to keep your football body in tip-top shape. That's it, man. Got to still fit into yeah. the jersey. Oh. <laughs> oh, man, you got to keep that gut right. Health starts with gut health. Dude. Works wonders on the gut. I treat my mouth like a garbage disposal, (laughs) except for when I'm putting AG1 in there. Except for the morning, right. (laughs) That first time in the morning. For for a brief 30 seconds, he likes himself. (laughs) Yeah. 
Breakfast is the most important meal of the day, and if it's your AG1, then you're good to go, and you can eat whatever deep dish or portillos you want. Look at that. That's we didn't even have AG1 on the ad schedule today, we did. and we're just giving them some love. Shout out AG1. Thanks, Zach. Yes. Um, <laughs> okay, so yeah. rewinding a little bit, let's pick it up where the bowl season ended. Were you surprised, given the roster that they had, the fact that Tamar, Zach, Vooch, Caruso – playing a career high, we're all largely healthy. Other than Lonzo still being on the shelf, this was a very healthy Bulls roster. Are you surprised the best they could muster was a 10th seed and losing in the second playing game? Uh, wait, was I surprised at the way the season ended? Yeah. No. No. <laughs> I mean, look, it was fun to have Pat Bev come in, and, and I love what he did. Lonzo, we were a good team. I don't know how good we would have been with, you know, continuity with Lonzo, uh, but clearly, you know, to quote you, point guards, like, if there's a reason why they're called the quarterback of the basketball court. And when you don't really have one and no shade thrown to Io or Kobe or anyone who tried to step into that position, they just aren't that player. They're not a starting high-caliber NBA point guard. And when you don't have that position, it's like, how far can you go? You know, I mean... I wish we would have gotten creative and, you know, maybe it's, maybe Pat Will could be a point forward or whatever, try something else. But it seemed like they just tried to keep, and that's what's frustrating about the whole continuity thing is I'm cool with continuity of players, but we don't need continuity of scheme or strategy when we don't have the players to fit it. Mm -hmm. uh, so that's what was frustrating to me. That's why none of it was surprising. I mean, I love all these players. I love watching. I love that it wasn't, you know, you know, not fun to watch. Like they were just terrible, but it also is very frustrating. Mm. And with that said about players and their fit, uh, you know, the big signing, re-signing uh, for the Bulls was Nikola Vucevic, and it was very polarizing for a lot of Bulls fans. Some were definitely on board, some definitely uh, weren't. Where, where do you stand on the re-signing of Vuce? I'm very much a pragma, uh, pra pra pragmatist. I'm very pragmatic. Yes, there you go. <laughs> um, and, you know, as we've all heard, there is. It's like if we just let him walk, it's not as if we could have that $20 million to go sign someone else. And when you look at the centers in the league who we could get, who else is that? You know, so cool. I'm fine with it. Like, I love Vooch. I think he's great at what he does. He's not the best at what he does, but he's better than a whole lot of other people in this league at what he does. And if you can have that at the price where we got them and you couldn't give that money to anyone else, I'm like, well, what else are you going to do? Uh, you know, I, I, we really, you know, with the signings that we made and free agency, the people we brought in, Tory Craig and is it jo Javon Tug, what, um, what's Javon Carter? the point guard's name? Mm -hmm. Javon Carter, sorry. Um, I think they'll help. I think they're upgrades of what we had. We'll need to wait and see. But I think you know, I think Will said it yesterday in your guys' episode. I think we're better. I don't think we're that much better. And, you know, hopefully these guys who are not injury-prone because they played so many games this season still are not. And, yeah, we'll be better, and it'll be more exciting. Maybe we'll get to the second round. Maybe we'll get to the third. Maybe. Who knows? But I don't think any of us kind of believe we're winning the championship this year, which I don't know what the route to that would have been, personally. Do you feel similarly about the Bulls retaining Kobe White on a new contract as you do with Vooch? Are you glad to see Kobe back? Do you want to see him be given a chance to earn that starting spot? Uh, maybe if, if Javon Carter is now the assumed starting point guard, do you have a, a strong opinion either way on whether that should be an opportunity for Kobe or if you think he is best served in the role that he kind of ended this past season on, which was really thriving as that you know scoring punch guard off the bench? Yeah, I mean, I think that's where he fits, is that scoring punch card, that sixth man. Um, I, I'll be honest, I've always loved Kobe, just, I think, um, as a person. Like, I just love his personality, and I am a bit of a, I'm a very emotional uh, character guy, and I don't know if he's going to push us over any top and take us to another level, but he's a guy I like having on my team and rooting for. I'll never forget on draft night when he heard that Cam Johnson had been drafted by the Suns and the reaction he had for his teammates was like, whoa, whoa. Um, 
he's just he's like such a good, fun guy who cares about his teammates, and that's I want to win, but I also um, I don't want jerks around. I went to I went to Northwestern, and I grew up in Evanston, so I was a Northwestern football fan my whole life, mm-hmm. and they were never any good except like ninety four, ninety five, whatever it was with right. Darnell Laundry and um, you know, see you later, Pat Fitzgerald. But anyway. Um, I went to school and I was like so pumped. I go to Northwestern and there were a couple players in my class and they were jerks. And I was like, what? You're not even good at football. And I didn't, I didn't go. I literally, I'd been to one game. I stopped going to Northwestern football games my freshman year. Because I was like, I'm not rooting for you. You're a bad character. <laughs> you don't have high character. And I didn't root for Northwestern football until four or five years after I graduated because I was like, any of those jerks who I went to school with are now not a part of the organization and I don't know them, but I can't root for jerks. I can root for good people, even if we're not going to win a championship. So that's a very long answer too. I am happy to have Kobe back. Mm. So what, and I'm curious about your thoughts on another polarizing player, which is Patrick Williams on the Chicago Bulls. Um, he's either you love, either you love him or you're, you're tired of him and you don't want him around anymore. That's really how it's been for Bulls fans. Uh, this is a big year for Pat, you know, because contract time is approaching for him. So he has a lot of things uh, he kind of has to prove. What, what are your feelings on Patrick Williams just as a player? I'm sure you feel he's a nice guy, and we can confirm that he definitely is. Yeah. But <laughs> but yeah. how do you feel about him yeah. just as a player for this team? I don't know yet. I think we're all there. None of us know. You know, we saw with it. Summer League or something his second year where he seemed dope or like, you know, we had the one game against the Timberwolves. Um, it seems, I mean, I feel like I've heard you guys say I've heard something. It's like he is a man among men. Like he is, he should be able to dominate. And it's a bad answer, but I don't know. I want to believe in him and not just because it really seems to be as a person, but it seems like there's so much there. And it is that I always say, um, I'm not competitive, but I hate sucking. And I feel like I just want that out of Patrick. Like, like I just want to be like, you know, it's like, I, oh my God, I'm like the lamest person. Um, <laughs> I play pickleball with my friends a lot of Fridays. Oh, you got sucked into the pickleball culture? <laughs> oh, dude, Pat, come out to California. Come, play, <laughs> come, come tickle the pickle with me. And, uh, <laughs> Uh, oh, I think Matt up. would love I'm it. You, I, I so was like, I have these friends, and they always were trying to get me to play tennis. I'm like, I'm not saying tennis is the dumbest, boring sport, um, and I'm not being quiet at a sporting event that pisses me off. Um, I'm going to yell, and then if people get mad, then, you know, blah, blah, blah. But then they're like, well, just come play, blah, blah, I was like, all right, fine, I'll come play. And it's so fun. And, like, everyone I brought to bring it, it's like, it's like everyone can be good enough to where it can be competitive. Mm. Wow, man, I really go on tangents. But so I've like, bro- like I forget about throwing a hat. I've thrown my paddle and broken it. <laughs> and I'm just like, oh, fuck. Because <laughs> um, I'm so mad that I suck. I could care less about winning. But when I like mess up for my team, I'm really pissed off. So <laughs> I want to get Patrick Williams on the pickleball court. And I'm just going to like get in his head. I feel like, Pac, you and I would be similar. I, uh, Part of my strategy is I like to annoy the other players <laughs> and so I get into like, I'm like, oh yeah, you're fucked. Oh, I'm in your head now. Blah, like just yelling at people and it really actually works. And um, yeah, so anyway, that's, that's me um, comparing Patrick Williams to my pickleball. <laughs> well done. It's a, it's a fair warning <laughs> to any of our fellow Bulls fans who also live out there in Cali. Be on the lookout for flying pickleball paddles <laughs> thrown from, from our disgruntled pal Zach here. I mean, it, the hats can't really cause that much damage. You, I, I've seen, I've played pickleball like in gym class back in the day. You could, you could never. hurt somebody. No, you with those. didn't. Pickleball was not a. That's what I'm saying. I've it never played. It absolutely was. It absolutely was. It was like already a trend, and it was a high school gym class trend, and then all we let it die because it was dumb, and somehow it has been respawned 
It was with, a it was a with, trend in the with, suburbs. With bored white people, <laughs> yeah, who aren't good at any real sports. Exactly, it was a trend in the suburbs. I'm a white bro. person who's not good at any real sports. You know what I do? I accept that fact. I sit in a chair and I talk about people who are good at sports. <laughs> oh no, no, I won't let him do yeah, that yeah. because this is an all star we're talking about. <laughs> he was an all star last year on the softball team. Give it up for Matthew Peck oh, being an all star. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. I won't let him degrade himself that way. <laughs> I'll tell you, you're absolutely right too. And I'm going to talk junk about, like, this is one of my best friends in Los Angeles. And he's the guy who got us into playing pickleball with him and his wife. His wife is my wife's best friend who said, he never talks. Why are you married to him? Um, <laughs> and he has been friends with since college. But he's, like, good at tennis. So it's almost like he's cheating. And it's a little annoying. And, you know, there'll be nights where it's like, he's like, I didn't lose a single game. We're like, no, of course you didn't. Because you're, like, the nerd who watches pickleball videos on YouTube. And you already have a tennis background. Thomas Higgins, I'm talking to you. Um, anyway, so yeah, it should just be a fun sport. Let's not go watch tickle or pickle whatever videos on, on, on TikTok. Let's just go hit the courts and have fun. Uh, ooh, DG in the comments has a good question. Is Zach better at pickleball or at throwing a football? Ooh, that's a good question. Oh, man. You know, I think that's a very difficult question to ask because I make a lot of effort in pickleball. I don't know how good I actually am. (laughs) Your eyes open while you're swinging your paddle, just like your eyes were wide open when you made that great pass. (laughs) Yeah. But how do you compare that to, like, is it how far I can throw a football, how accurate I am under pressure? Probably not very. I'm probably, let's be honest, I'm much better at pickleball than I am at I mean, I can throw a football, but if I were a quarterback, I'm 5'9". I mean, I can't see over the line. Um, yeah. uh, speaking about performing well under pressure, another polarizing Bulls figure and somebody that people in the comments want your thoughts on, uh, especially shout-out to our guy Anthony who said, does Zach believe in the other Zach, Levine, being a superstar, or would he be open to trading him? It seems like the Zach trade rumors have kind of calmed for now at least. He spoke recently about the trade rumors yet again and saying it's just part of business. It doesn't bug me. He's still here. Are you glad that Zach is still here? This is, I think this is the hard that part. Body of language did not sound it like did a, not. It did not at all. Oh my God. It was like a low rider. It's like a low rider. That was, dog. A, that, was a, that was a deep sigh. <laughs> <laughs> I have absolutely nothing against Zach as a player. Can he be a superstar? I don't know. Who am I? What do I know? I break pickleball paddles. Um, but I just think it's like, what What are you going to get for him? So is it like trading for draft picks that you don't know what draft pick that's going to be? And then who's that going to be? Like right now we have a top, you know, I, I actually, these things are so annoying. It's like, what are we, top 25, top 50? Like, who knows? Like, he's a really good player in the NBA. He deserved to be an all-star the years he was. He was borderline last year. He's a great player. We're lucky to have him on our team. So what are we going to flip him for? Do I think he's the player that's going to put us on his I – mean, we're, we're so, we had Jordan. We had Jordan. Mm. Like, we're not getting another Jordan for a long time. There's not going to be one. Um, there's not going to be a LeBron for a while. There's not, you know, it's like these players are special for a reason. You kind of luck into them. Um, and so – but then you have, like, your 2001 or whatever year it was, Pistons, who, you know, somehow – beat Kobe, um, Shaq, and whoever else was on the team at that point. So you never know, but I, I don't know. Unless you know what you're getting, like I, I wouldn't throw away um, a high-level player like that. You know, another guy um, that Bulls fans have been discussing is Ayo DeSumo. Uh, we don't know if he'll be back or not. We're starting to hear reports that it's unlikely uh, that he'll be back uh, here with the Bulls. They gave him a qualifying offer. We'll, we'll see how that works. We personally want him back, but we're biased. <laughs> we're definitely very, very biased about it. Um, but how do you feel about Io, like, to go from a guy who was your starting point guard to a guy who could potentially not even be on your roster? You know, uh, I feel like I love Io. I, I want what's best for Io, to be honest. I, I don't think he's the difference maker on our team. Not, not a difference maker. There's things he can do and ways he can help us. Um, win different games, but he's not going to be the factor that gets us to the next level. Um, and that's not a, I'm not throwing shade at IO and I want what's best for IO. And I believe what's best for IO is 
go where he can have the best opportunity to highlight what he's good at and like have an opportunity or make the most money or whatever Iowa wants to do. Um, I love having him in a Bulls jersey. I'm such a hometown guy. So like, like I said, those, that emotional aspect of like where he came from and, you know, like just being from Chicago, going to Illinois, being on the Bulls, second round pick, what he was able to do as a rookie. It was a bummer to see him not really take a step last year. Uh, but, you know, he has most of our hearts. So it'd be fun to have him on the team. But if he goes somewhere else, I'm like, good for Io because Io thinks that's what's best for Io. I just said Io like a thousand times in three yeah. seconds. I, I think that's the healthiest way to look at it, really. Yeah, when you I think, think so. about Io's situation, yeah. uh, well, we'll see what happens. Um, all right, let's let's take one more quick break, Love we'll, you, and then uh, we will come back and get Zach's thoughts on Scottie Pippen, his, oh. his favorite player of all time, <laughs> and um. the latest things that he's been saying. Oh. Uh, but first, Zach the wants to share with y'all, our viewing and listening audience out there in Bulls Nation, mm-hmm. some words from our friends at Goose Island. Isn't that right, Zach? Does he? Oh, oh my God, Goose Island. Don't get me started, but I'm going to get started. Get Here's started. the deal, people. I grew up in Chicago. When you grow up in Chicago, Thanks. there's two things. There's a billion things that are synonymous in Chicago, but two of them are Joe Montaigne, and Goose Island <laughs> Brewing Company. <laughs> okay? So here's the deal. I'm out on the left coast, all right? The west coast in California. I told Matt, I said, hey, man, guess what? I'm lucky enough. I got to work with Joe Montaigne for a little while, but I'm so excited to do your podcast and talk about my hometown, Chicago Bulls. I'm going to go get some Goose Island to celebrate. There's none out here. I'm drinking this. I had to put painter's tape on it so you don't know what it is because it's not – a sponsor, and it tastes like crap. But here's the deal, you people in Chicago, you are so lucky because you got Goose Island everywhere. I'm not kidding. My 21st birthday, I was like, what am I doing? I'm getting drunk. And guess what? Some of the drinks I drank was responsibly with some Goose Island. They got multiple locations. There's one where apparently you can get a smashed burger. I can't do it the way Big Dave can, but he makes them sound so GD delicious. Okay, so anyway, CHEO, super supported by Goose Island Beer Company. And as I've been saying, that's Chicago's beer since 1988. They got a roster of beers. You know what that means? They got a lot of different beers, so whatever you're into. If you're a hipster, you go drink their Goose Island IPA because you want to get drunk on beer for a low, low price. But this one's won six medals, okay? It's a great American beer fest. It's always in style. Citrus aroma, bold hop finish. Whatever that means, it's beer, okay, people? You want a tropical beer? You go drink the tropical beer hug. That sounds fun. Their branding is amazing. Who doesn't want a beer hug? If you didn't figure it out, it's a play on words of bear hug, all right? And it's 9.9% alcohol, and that's dangerously easy to drink. So as I said, drink responsibly. 312 Edo, full pocket pills. That's what I drink. I'm into the Pilsner. I'm a simple man, Leonard Skinner style, and I'm sitting around <laughs> drinking my Pilsner, all right? I don't know if they have any events coming up. It doesn't matter to me because I live in California, and they won't even ship it out here, but I'm going to start a petition, all right? I'm telling you, people, we got to get that stuff out here. We got to get the Whoa. distribution growing because y'all in Chicago are so lucky. So here's the point. Goose Island beer, get it, drink it, enjoy it responsibly. But thank you to, um, you know, Goose Island, seriously, y'all, for sponsoring CSGO because, you know, we're all just happy to be here and, and um, it's nice to enjoy it with, with a nice beer as opposed to this crap that I'm drinking covered in painter's tape. <laughs> First of all, I just like the fact, oh, you got a hat throw, Zach, so congratulations that to beautiful. that, sir. You got a hat <laughs> throw. beautiful. I just want to say how proud I was that he threw the smash in there. I was <laughs> like, okay. Well done, sir. Well done. <laughs> I was, Guys, I was Charles nervous. would be I was proud. Nervous. And you can hear it in my delivery. <laughs> <laughs> all we heard was greatness. That's also, all we heard. we just need to clip that and send it to your buddy Scott Porter yeah. to convince him to let you have some fun with y'all's ad reads. <laughs> That's right. You, you got oh, some good sponsors over there guys, on your FNL pod. We'll do, we'll do ad reads together, and I try to, like, harness my inner big day and my little peck. And um, and he'll look at me like, "What are you doing?" I'm like, "I'm like, this stuff is kind of a little bit boring. Let's make it fun." Yeah, 
Like boring is good. I mean, it's, <laughs> if if they're a boring delivery as an ad read, they're boring for the listeners, and they're boring for the people reading the ads. It's true. You gotta you gotta spice it up. There's nothing boring about beer. Yeah. Mm-mm. Goose Island hookup no. Zach. Hookup Zach Goose Island. Also, you're on strike right now. Nothing is preventing you from coming home to Chicago, where we keep all the good beer. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, that's true. That's true. Oh my God, I wish I you could still come home, but you know I'm on the strike. studio anyway. That's true. Oh, I promise you, the next time I'm in Chicago, I am coming in. Um, I hope you know Joey's there. Miss him. You know, I, I texted Peck. Big up to him for going to do summer camp. Um, I did that for a long time. I in between seasons of a football show that I did that I'm not supposed to talk about. Uh, I would go and lead backpacking trips for high school kids. So it's important and good for him to have his priorities straight to know that you guys aren't his priority. Joey's going to so appreciate that. He might shed a tear. It's true. The fact that you even talked about him, dog. Like, he <laughs> takes that stuff personally, as Mike would. <laughs> he likes that, sir. He likes that. But I know what people should be, just like my man Shirtless Wonder, who's over there oh. just gazing at stuff. Oh, my God. Yeah. I don't know what he's focused in the on. of a deep stretch. Yes, right? he, he is. Turn around to look at oh, him. the wonder. Look at him with the heater as well. Zach, Wish you could you see this, Zach. with the half-naked van- man who hangs across the other side of the alley from our windows here? <laughs> I Honestly, I, I've never watched you guys. I just listen and on, like, 1.5 because your shows are long. Mm-hmm. Um, but I've always wondered what you're talking about. Hey, man. That's the wonder. If you were here Shirtless in the studio wonder. with us right now, that's right. you would be getting a clear view of the naked wonder yourself. <laughs> that's right. Look at Shirtless oh. Wonder. Oh, man. That's what he is. <laughs> that's why I appreciate him. He's a diehard is what he is. And that's mm-hmm. what you should be out here, ladies and gentlemen, a C-H-E-O diehard. You know it. And, of course, look, you get the podcasts and live shows for every team every day. You get the post-game shows, the premium written content for members at allchgo.com. 20% off your events, the dope merch for all teams, a free T-shirt when you become a member, and the members-only Discord, which is the CHGO Lounge. But forget all that, because that's awesome. You get those things, but you know what you get? The CHGO Kickoff Classic at Cog Hill. Oh, you heard what I said. Look at the graphic. Bart. Oh, it looks amazing. Well, man, that sounds awesome. When is it? Friday. August 25th. Man, that's awesome. What time is it? 9 a.m. What are you going to do? 18 holes with a cart. That's what you get if you're a diehard. You also get exclusive CHGO stuff. You get the pins and aces polo for all the players. Go ahead. Look at that pins and aces polo right there. They put our CHGO NUX mascot Mm -hmm. on a pins and aces shirt. That's right. I can't get over how cool that is. Oh, man. You also get stuff like you get the whole contest. You get the giveaways. You get the prizes. You get lunch, drinks, and ceremony Mm. after the round. Oh, and, of course, you get all this for a discount. Why? Because you're a diehard. All you got to do is become a diehard, ladies and gentlemen. You will get these amazing, amazing things. So, this is what you do. Go to all C-H-G-O. Oh, oh, I said all C-H-G-O. All C-H-G-O.com. Become a diehard member and come hang out with us, y'all. Come be one of us. Come hang out with young Matt. He'll oh, throw that hat oh, in You person. know I'm going to be on a golf course at 9 a.m. Oh, that's all about it because alcohol will be there. <laughs> yeah, I, I can bring my pins and aces beer sleeve. Yes, you can. Six are in a roadie. All in effect. <sighs> Come on with it, Matt. Not doing it without it. That's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> you, do you golf, Zach? Do you golf at all? Nah, I don't play sports like golf and tennis and you know, boring. on pickleball sports. these days. <laughs> Pickleballer. Yeah, no, pickleball. I like team sports. Team sports. Team sports. That's right. No individual. He's about that team. So you can play pickleball 1v1 or 2v2, right? Wait, what? You can oh, play 1v1 pickle- or 2v2? Yeah. Yeah, I guess you could. I've only played 2v2. Right. Um, so that's like doubles but- tennis, essentially, but with weirder balls and rackets and parameters. It's smaller. It's smaller. You know, trust me, dude. I'm telling you, it's fun. And I'm flying all over the course. People are like, what is he doing? That's his that whole style, is, Zach. Like, I, yeah. And you're tall. You have an inherent advantage. Like, you would enjoy it. Dude. He would love yeah. it. I promise you. I can see him doing it because he would just be – I've played ping pong with this man. 
All right, flying oh. all over the place is what he yeah. does. And what happened <laughs> whilst I was flying all over the place? You did almost I, hurt yourself. Did I hurt myself? <laughs> you almost hurt yourself. But did you care? Well, you did not. <laughs> you did not care. No. He wanted to I win. I didn't care about hurting myself. I cared about winning. That's it. He wanted to win, man. Competition. Um, I, you know, it's because I take after MJ. So I grew up watching. <laughs> that's right. Speaking of which, Ping pong. Yes, that's with right. our time remaining, Zach. So you may have caught it or at least caught the highlights. Scotty was on our pal Stacy King's podcast. Give me the hot sauce that he does with our guy, Mark Janowski. And Scotty tripled down on his recent bashings of MJ and Quadruple. trying to sell him short and his greatness short. As someone who said the first time you appeared, on Lockdown Bulls with me and my guy Jordan back in the day, that you are a diehard Scottie Pippen fan, that you said to hell with MJ when he went to play baseball, that you and your buddy gave each other at-home Scottie Pippen tattoos that still exists to this day. Mm. I, can, you, can you still defend him? Or are you running out of ways to defend him when he says these crazy things? You know, I, you know Scotty doesn't need me to defend him. I don't agree with the way he's handling himself in the media right now. However, it doesn't take away from his career. You know, he was the player he was. He was, you know, the original point forward. He's one of the best players of all time. Uh, you know, we all go through the same where if we're not as relevant as we want it to be or we're mad about something, we start talking about the shit. Like, I do it. I do it. I like to stir up. You know, it's like, oh, I'm irrelevant. No, I'm not saying Scotty's irrelevant. I would never say that. Um, but I'm not getting the shine I'd like. I'm going to stir up some controversy because whatever. I don't know, but he's, whatever. I mean, it's hard. I, you're, you're asking me to, like, bash my heroes here, and it's really hard for me. And um, I can't stand by it, but I also I can't really um, talk junk about it. <laughs> I know you just want to throw your arms around him and say, I, I understand. You know what I mean? It's all right, Scotty. I'm it's all right. Yes, exactly. I want to be like, Scotty, like if he would just call me or text me, we could text. It's fine. <laughs> it's going to be a text. And I just, I'd let him know, dude, you're great. You're great. Like Jordan would not have been Jordan without you, mm-hmm. but he still was Jordan. So mm. it's true, man. I, I could probably get you Scotty's number. <laughs> we're, we're, num- we're one number away. I got Horace's number. I guarantee you Horace has Scotty's yeah. number. That's fair. We can see if we can you get know, you I, in touch with Scotty and just let him talk some things out with you. That'd be great. I, for a little while, this was like one of my um, biggest, it wasn't a claim to fame, but something I was proudest of. I had Kyle Korver's number. <laughs> I was like super pumped on that. Like I would like text Kyle Korver every now and then. And this was during like the Derrick Rose year. Yeah. Um, because he was a fan of the show I had done, and I was like, "That's so cool." And then at a certain point, I think they um, they stopped going through. That's how I feel every time I text you, Zach. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, that's just because four you're in the an morning. Android, and I'm, just like, <laughs> I'm not with the green bubbles. Like, stop, <laughs> dude. Will not stop giving me shit for being an Android user. Oh, please, hey, Android. That's why we rolled it, man. Android, we Androids up here. Our one. We win this one. So we, yo, we roll it, man. This Sean's over there shaking his head. Sean, you have iPhone user? Yeah, you iPhone Loser. Sean? Loser. All right. All right. It's all right. I love you, Sean. <laughs> <laughs> I got an envelope for you. Uh, I mean, so we, we got DeMond here kind of defending Pippen with you there. Zach saying he's uh, didn't get his full due. MJ retired. Pippen still got the Bulls to the playoffs. True. I mean, damn near got the Bulls back to the finals. Yeah. LeBron le- left the Heat and the Cavs and they're in the Hugh lottery. Allen's. Um, there's the other element to this, which is Scotty's ex-wife, Larsa, oh. socialite extraordinaire, oh, Lord. now has been in a several-month-long relationship, oh. getting more serious by the day, oh. co-hosting a podcast together, and all of us know what that means. Oh. That's dedication. <laughs> With Marcus Jordan, one of Michael's sons. Oh, man. What's your take on that whole mess? <laughs> I have no take. You know what I'll tell you? My <laughs> wife, um, she's a, um, she watches some of those housewife shows. And I think, was she on it or something? There's some Bravo connection here. Mm. Um, but she was explaining this whole situation to me. And all I said was, what? Huh? Who? What? <laughs> but she claims, you know, like they never even knew each other. Well, I don't know. Look, people live their lives. I want everyone to be happy. Okay. Mm. And 
if they're happy and in a consensual relationship, all I say is good for them. And I, I can understand Scotty's feelings being a little hurt. Yeah. But that's you know, for the three of them to deal with. <laughs> Yo, you know, knowing knowing how Mike is, uh, Zach, how you can say something bad about him, but you know he's not going to let you back in or, you know, even talk to you or forgive you any kind of way. You know, do you think, though, that there's still a chance for some reconciliation between Michael and Scotty, even though this all this is going on, like they might still be able to say it's all right. We won six titles. We know Phil Jackson. Like we should still have love for each other. I do, and I'll tell you why. Because I learned this lesson several years ago. A true apology can go a very long way. And if someone's hurt you, and I've seen it where I've hurt people, and I understand the way in which I hurt them. And I apologize from the bottom of my heart. And they said, cool, you're back in. And I've had people hurt me and apologize to me. And I say, cool, you're back in. I think there's always potential because if someone tells you, I understand how I hurt you, it really, it goes a long, long, long way. And it actually deepens your relationship. I'm not trying to get like all touchy-feely or sentimental, but you know, I'm a father of two and I've learned it again and again, like almost every day with my kids, like just really hearing their apologies, apologizing to them if I did something wrong and seeing in their eyes like, oh, dad gets how he upset me. And that means a lot to me. And now I trust dad more because he, he gets me. Um, So all this to say, yes, Scotty and Michael could be friends again. I don't know if it will ever happen, but with a true heartfelt conversation, of course it's possible. What an optimistic, uplifting note to end on. That's where I that roll with beautiful. you. beautiful. I do have one more thing. You have one more thing? No, I'm good. I've got one more thing I wanted to ask you, sir. Yeah. So our producer today, Stephen Nichols, has told us that at his previous position that one of his nicknames – was Saracen. They would call him QB1. They used to say he looks exactly like you. So since you're here, we'd like you to be the judge, sir, of this. If you, you want me to kinda, come around? Yeah, come on around. Okay. Come on around. Mm. Put the beautiful mug on the screen, sir. You be the judge of this and tell us come if you around, see any dude. resemblance to you, my friend. This is our guy, Steven, right here. This is QB1. Oh, what do you think? for sure. Yeah? <laughs> Two handsome men oh, right here. wearing a White Sox shirt. <laughs> he tossed him a foot. How about this now? There you go. Okay, now, yeah. now, we're, now, we're, now we're hamming it up. Can I, can I quote you on that? I'm going to put this on all my dating apps. All right? There you go. There you go. Whatever you need. Say we're cousins or something. Yeah. There you go. Um, I also just want to say I don't know who said it. At one point in the comments, I saw someone mention Sam. Which is, uh, <laughs> there it is. There it is. Well done. Well I can done. see it there. I really can. Well done. That's the dating app profile. Oh, right my goodness. There. That's it right there. Wait, wait. What were you saying? You saw the comments? <laughs> oh, I was just saying someone mentioned FAM, which is the Fellowship of African American Men basketball league I played in as a kid. And I don't know what the connection was or something. But um, it's a great league. I played in it as a kid, and I just—it was cool to see someone shout it out. Um, oh yeah, I did not recognize so what that, that uh, acronym was, but I also noticed they—they they also shouted out ETHS, which I assume was Evanston Township High School. Yes, that is ETHS, uh, Evanston Township High School. But yeah, uh, no man, I was a defensive specialist when I played basketball. <laughs> <laughs> From defensive specialist to QB1. <laughs> That's right. What a glow-up story. And doing it in them ones. <laughs> uh, Zach, we always appreciate when you swing by and hang out with this man and you uh, uh, lend us some of your time. Our, enjoy, uh, our viewers and listeners enjoy it, too. Next time you're due here in studio, downtown Chicago, if all right? I'm in Chicago. I'm there. If you're in L.A., you're on the I'm, pickleball court. I'll meet you, you on the pickleball courts, it's okay? Just <laughs> all right. Just let me oh, watch. Bring I'll bring some. because this is this is – Crap. Yeah. Yes, crap. get this man some Goose I Island, please. Have, I will have a case of Goose as my carry-on <laughs> luggage, and we'll come, or we'll hang out and play some pickleball and drink some Goose Island out, <laughs> out in Cali together. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Last thing, Matt, you can't bring more than 3.5 ounces in your carry-on. 
of liquid. It's, it's beer. Isn't that the rule? <laughs> oh, I forgot. I forgot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, don't fly with this man. Don't, don't, don't question how I get my alcohol from point A to point B. Um, this would be the time where I plug your next exciting project that's right around the corner, but we're not allowed to. Mm -hmm. Everybody, support nope. the writers and actors on strike right now. Yes. Um, if this is resolved... You better believe Zach's got a cool project right around the corner. Because mm -hmm. yeah. I was looking at it on the internet earlier it's today. It's rumored. It's rumored. But uh, <laughs> thank you, man, for being here. You can follow Zach on Twitter at Zach right, Guilford if you like. Uh, and uh, hey, um, hey, thanks for the late night booty call. Uh, it's always a pleasure. <laughs> hey, man. Those, uh, those green Android bubbles are always around for you, all right? Predator pick. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that's it for today. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. We'll be back tomorrow with another guest in studio. Yeah. There we go. Another guest uh, in studio. Shout out and thanks to our friend and producer, Steven, a.k.a. QB1, Matt <laughs> Saracen, lookalike. That's right. Uh, for Big Dave Bow, BNWL Sports, on Bulls underscore Peck. We are CHO underscore Bulls. That's our guy, Zach Guilford. That's him. Until tomorrow, see you right. Be good, y'all.